Thank you for listening to the CEO-ish podcast hosted by me, Taylor Graham. And me, Chloe Willemson. This episode is sponsored by Zencaster, our number one podcasting tool. Zencaster provides crystal clear audio and gorgeous HD video. We love that it makes our lives easier by recording separate audio and video tracks for ourselves and our guests. Did we mention that it also does transcripts? So if you're uploading your podcast to your website for blogging and SEO purposes, it makes it so easy. Plus, there's a secured cloud backup, so you never lose your interviews and it's super easy to use. And there's nothing to download. Our guests just click the link and we start recording. Go to Zencaster to get 30% off your first three months with a pro account. Hello, hello, and welcome back, bitches, hoes, and CEOs. It has been like two weeks since we've recorded a podcast episode because we did some batch recording. So Chloe and I have quite a few updates for you guys, updates that we almost forgot about right before we press record. And we were like, wait, we have more to add to our list. We have to tell people. We have so much. So um, the first thing is during our little two-week hiatus, not from podcasting, but just from recording, we did some CEO-ish rebranding, which definitely needed to happen. I know you guys have listened to us in past episodes and intros talk about how we've been needing to update some stuff and we finally sat down and just did the damn thing we updated our website which still has a lot of work the website was bad (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna be honest like if you guys saw it before it was bad check it out now it's really cute it could be cuter I was going to say, more to come on that one still. Chloe and I are 100% aware of the fact that we definitely are at the point where we need to do a full branding photo shoot. Like, we're working with some updated colors. Our podcast has evolved in... You guys have seen every photo of us. Um, It's They're getting old. I'm recycling a lot. And I mean, like, we look cute, but we could look cuter. (laughs) Yeah, definitely need some stuff. But we also have a new updated podcast bio, which you can see on whatever platform you're listening to. On the, All the platforms, y'all. All Check of them. Check it out. Look at me, a Southern Belle saying y'all. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Not me saying ew. I'm sorry. I don't actually, you know, I was going to say don't she take stands offense. by what she said. I was going to say don't take offense to that. But if you do, I guess stay mad about it. I'm not that deep. It's not that deep. It's okay. <laughs> but do we want to read them, our new little podcast intro? I'm just sure. v- very proud of how our podcast yeah. has evolved. So, okay, I'm reading this straight from Anchor, which it says, CEO-ish is a lifestyle podcast hosted by creative entrepreneurs Taylor Graham and Chloe Willemson that highlights conversations about navigating life as young adults. Wait, does that even make sense? Oh, my God, I'm reading this. <laughs> did, I make a, did I make a typo? That's hilarious. Anywho, that highlights conversations about navigating life as a young adult personal branding, travel, dating and relationships, self-development, and how they come together to fuel our empowerment, ambition, and success as women. From sharing shit we're just obsessed with, our personal struggles, and bringing in the occasional guest, including artists, entrepreneurs, and creators, to help us keep the conversation relatable and unfiltered. And then, as you guys know, we put out episodes every Wednesday, and you can hang out with us on Instagram. And if you're not hanging out with us on Instagram, what are you doing at CEO-ish podcast? Um, also, the Updated bio sounds a lot more true to us. Typo included. Yeah. Very on brand. I, it wasn't a typo. I was just reading too fast and I completely skipped a word in my brain. You know what? Also very on brand. Me malfunctioning. <laughs> it's fine. But yeah, as, oh. as Chloe said, I'm really excited about that because I just feel like our podcast has evolved way past being just an entrepreneurship podcast. Yeah. I think that when we started this, we were thinking we wanted to go a lot more down the entrepreneurship route, which we're not like 
against anymore. We just feel like we have a lot more to talk about and a lot more of our personality. You guys seem to like the ones that are a lot more personality based anyway. So I also think we started this podcast right in the thick of COVID and all we had to focus on was work. So it was just like, we threw ourselves into that sides of ourselves and like, don't get us wrong. We still run our businesses. We're still doing the damn thing. It's just not the entirety of our personalities anymore. Yeah. I think it was good too, kicking it off given that neither one of us were like had a giant following or anything. Taylor's yours was bigger than mine, but given that neither one of us were huge influencers or anything, it helped working with other people and doing the interviews to get exposure. And And we were very strategic about those people too. We didn't just interview anybody and everybody under the sun. So Chloe is drinking a matcha, you guys. (laughs) She's in her cozy winter sleigh era. I am. I'm wearing my Snuggie right now, drinking my matcha. It's really good. I wish I was wearing my Snuggie. We just got back from lunch with Rudy, which I guess I'm just giving you guys and jumping all over the place in these updates. But (laughs) if you guys have not listened to our podcast before... What are you doing? Hi, welcome. Um, but we have interviewed Rudy Berry twice now on the podcast. And spoiler alert, she'll be back on again in March because we just talked about that at lunch. And we know you guys loved Rudy. And she's one of our top performing episodes. I will link both parts in the show notes for you guys to check out or re-listen to because they're just that good. They're worthy of it. So yeah, we got lunch with her at True Food Kitchen. I am calling myself out here because from what I everything I knew about this restaurant, I know it's a chain and I know it's owned by Kristen Cavallari. She's got like her true food kitchen cookbook, whatever that a lot of those recipes are based on. Um, But I just thought it was kind of touristy. So I hadn't gone, especially because I kind of avoid the touristy places of Nashville. So when Chloe suggested it, I was like, that's kind of basic. Like it was not girl. Check out their menu. No, (laughs) I will literally dream about this flatbread that Chloe and I split for the rest of my life. I knew you were going to like it. I wouldn't suggest a place that's super touristy and not good. No, I, this is not me not trusting your food taste. I was just like shocked when you recommended it because knowing we both try to avoid touristy places, you suggested a touristy restaurant. So I was like, interesting. It's a good one and it deserves the hype that it gets. Yes. And so does Rudy. Check out Rudy too. (laughs) Yeah, guys, check out Rudy. (laughs) I guess to rewind a little bit though, we've been hanging out with our neighbors a lot more. We're trying to get out of our shell, leave the apartment. We don't go far. We just go to another neighbor's apartment like five doors down to be exact or whatever but yeah we had a mimosa brunch in our apartment the other day so we went down not the other day it was a couple weekends ago a little while ago (laughs) but yeah no chloe and i notoriously ignore all of the events that our building hosts like the signs are posted everywhere we just simply don't go and our neighbor texted me it was like 9 30 in the morning and he knows I'm a morning person and he was like you up and I was like yeah hey I got you up at nine in the morning isn't that funny but not for the reason you guys are thinking (laughs) all right rain it in Taylor focus land the plane land the plane hold on before we land the plane have you ever been booty called at nine in the morning (laughs) I don't think so neither have I that no I've been booty called at like 11 I think 11 a.m by who Finance bro. Respect. Yeah. Respect on finance bro's name. Not anymore. <laughs> no, I'm still putting respect on my homeboy's name. I, I, yeah, respect for that. Okay. I miss him. <laughs> I miss finance bro. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I no, don't please. It's hilarious. <laughs> Anywho. Anyway. No, I want to just say, starting now till the end of our updates, this is just kickstarting a two-week-long process of the entire universe being like, <laughs> Chloe Willemson, sit your ass down and listen. 
fuck you. <laughs> it's been two weeks of the universe just telling me this, okay? Starting with the mimosa brunch. <laughs> oh, God. I'm just letting you take the mic. Okay. <laughs> this is really funny. Okay, one of our neighbors who, like, so our neighbor Nick is the one that invited us down. Shout out to Nick. He's very good about making us get out of our shells. He's a Sagittarius king, and he we refuse to leave the house, and he refuses to be in the house. Yes. So that's what we need in our lives. Okay. Anyway, so he got us down to this mimosa brunch. We're, like, meeting a bunch of other neighbors. We met one neighbor who just had too much to drink. You know, we've all been there. It happens. Um, but she, like... By the time this mimosa brunch was over and like half of, not even half, most of the people had gone home and there was like five of us left. She's going around in the circle asking everyone, what's your New Year's resolution? Like, what are your goals for this year? And at the end, she's like, oh, and are we going to sleep together this year? Every single person, except for me and Nick. So everyone was invited to an orgy. Granted, I don't want to go to the orgy. Like, it's not like I wanted to partake in this orgy. I just wanted to be invited so I could tell her that I didn't want to go. But that really hurt my ego. That was the first. That was the first blow. Was that the first blow, Chloe? No, it wasn't. I'm being <laughs> ghosted. <laughs> no, that was not the first blow. Um, yeah, I'm being ghosted right now too, which is really annoying because uh, we hung out like three times and felt like he was way more into me than I was into him. So my ego is really bruised. Did he have a nickname? Did we give him one? No, I don't know. I talked about him on the last episode, and I was like, yeah, I really liked him. Flash forward. I think it ghosted. Was- bartender boy 2.0 okay yeah bartender boy so we can't go back to that brewery ever again we've both been ghosted by uh, bartenders from the brewery oh now we can't go back to that brewery chloe now now i have to not be able to go back there no i actually i wholeheartedly went there (laughs) you guys i still don't think i will ever be able to drink another aperol spritz after the hangover i had drinking at this at this place and it's his fault it is his fault yeah anyway so that hurt not being invited to the orgy hurt what else happened oh i got a parking ticket i got bit by a tick um <laughs> we've been doing a lot of hiking let's rewind that one we have been doing a lot of hiking we went we hiked like six said, no chloe fuck you <laughs> we hiked like 16 miles this week and chloe got a tick yeah um i mean it, it got out of me i guess you know with its head attached so all good sorry to have to let you guys about, know about my gross tick we can move on from that chloe's just taking a series of l's i'm just yeah i'm just really not having a good time so you know this time last year you were just trudging through the mud of tulum so like pick your poison you know january just isn't my month new year miserable me honestly (laughs) (laughs) it's not a good time oh my god this intro is chaos yeah sorry i have nothing good to say i feel like all of our intros i just like complain about my life that's depression for you I feel like that's also what kind of makes us funny. It's part of our charm. Yeah, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anywho, in the event, well, in the event, I don't even know what the fuck I'm trying to say anymore. In the spirit of Chloe and I trying to go outside more because we are aware that we're basically punishing ourselves at this point and adding to our own miserable experience here by not going outside and not trying to make the most of the experience. Um. We bought tickets to a comedy show. So we're going back to our favorite comedy club, which we haven't been to at this point since maybe September or October. It's been a while. Too long. Far too long. We're going to go see Chelsea motherfucking Handler. Yes. I'm so excited. Yes. It's going to be so fucking funny. Oh, we got to get there early. We got a pregame. I was going to say we're going to plan properly. We're going to actually show up at a reasonable hour and not 15 minutes before the door opens. Oh, no, no, no. Line's going to be wrapped around the building. 
I'm so excited. I hope it's not going to be cold and or raining. No, we'll be good. I, I'll tell you. Uh, all right. Um, what else do we have here? I I feel like that's kind of the end of our update. Taylor, what's the fuck our neighbor? Oh, that's another thing. No, oh my God, Chloe. <laughs> well, you have that on our list. Do I? I was you gonna do. I was gonna blow past that. You wrote it down. You didn't have to say it. <laughs> okay. You can follow my lead. That's okay. Fine. We're gonna. If you're our hot neighbor. You didn't hear that, okay? Okay. Actually, now that it's just out in the open, if you are our hot neighbor and you somehow are unfortunately listening to this podcast and or still listening, if you chose to. Sorry to hear that. If you are. Slide into the DMs. I'm literally begging you. Yeah. Um, I don't know why you're handing the mic off to me. Yeah. Slide in her DMs, hot guy. No. I thought you were going to transition this into what we were actually talking about. No. Okay. I'll transition. Take two. Okay. What we're actually talking about is kind of in the spirit of our rebranding, we decided we're going to start like a little series based off of the hit TV show Nickelodeon, a classic Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide. However, we're going to call it CEO Declassified Fill in the Blank Survival Guide. This week is... It's... I'm I'm sorry. I'm throwing off the the flow of this really quick. I was going to say this is mostly going to pertain to our dating lives and some general life advice. But yeah, yeah. in the spirit of our rebrand, that was the one last thing I forgot to mention earlier of me not landing the plane on that comment was the fact that Chloe and I had a very big creative burst of energy and we basically scheduled out our podcast episodes and topics through April, I believe, April or May, one of the two. And we have a good lineup. I'm really excited about it. We have a good flow. I feel very confident about the direction our podcast is taking. And I feel confident being the two people like leading from here on out. Yeah. I'm excited. You guys seem to be liking the dating content. I feel like I'm wanting to go on dates again. It's probably having to do with getting ghosted and I need validation. I don't know. I'll unpack that in therapy. But like I feel like the motivation to give you guys more content. And by therapy, she means in her solo birthday podcast episode that I am forcing her to record this year. Yeah. I don't really know what I'm going to tell you guys in that episode, but I am going to do one. She's got a few weeks to think about it. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) wheels are turning not quickly but they are going (laughs) (laughs) we're 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 picking off the rust (laughs) anyway should we get into this one yeah go for it okay so yeah this is gonna be a friends with benefit and dating app survival guide from your ceos Yes. And this was actually inspired by a few conversations that we had with our neighbor, Nick. Again, shout out, Nick. Shout out, Nick. He's a good friend. Every time that we hang out with him, I'm like, fucking love that guy. But one thing that we really like talking with Nick about in in the introspection of dating is the fact that Nick and us, that doesn't sound like proper English, we all typically don't agree. And Nick provides- All three of us. Yeah. Yeah provides a very different perspective including the guy's perspective as well um so yeah it's this conversation's definitely inspired by something that we've had with him and it also kind of pertains to chloe being ghosted as well and just kind of like diving into each other's different expectations and gender roles and things like that so chloe first before we really dive into this i feel like it would be fun to just kind of talk about dating apps in general so i want to know what four photos are you using? Okay. And we're also pr- talking about this in per- 
impertinence. Why am I trying to use language that I don't normally use? Like, I don't know what it is about podcasting, you guys, but it's like I turn into a human thesaurus and I'm like, let's bring out every big word that I learned in vocab class in fourth grade and try to make it work. And it just I short circuit. Anywho, we're talking about Hinge because I feel like that's Chloe and I's dating app of choice at this point. Okay, so what four photos am I using? Um, well, I have one that I shared on my TikTok. The one that went viral is, um, why am I blanking on the name? Adoration by Steven Sindling. Sindling? Yes, we'll get to that. I want to talk about prompts too, but don't dive too okay, deep in I will it. save that one then. Let me talk about pictures of myself. So one that I always use that for some reason men fucking love, which I'm surprised about, is a picture of me. I'm wearing overalls, a sweater. I have braids in and I have a hat on. It is like the most modest photo I have of me, but men love it. Um, and I'm sitting in my friend's bus. It's also on my Instagram if you want to see it. I'm sitting in my friend's bus that I painted a mural in. Um, that's a good one. I feel like when men like that, I typically take that as a green flag. Um, and then I have another one that I use a lot. I don't have it on my hinge right now, but this one I use so that if men like it, I know that's a red flag. And it's I have black lipstick on. It's a very like... It's also not very slutty, but like it's a sexy picture of me. It's definitely like the thirst trap one, I guess. Okay. Let me ask you this. With the black lipstick or any type of bold makeup, I would say, do you feel like that's more of a female gaze or male gaze type of thing? That picture is for sure the male gaze. Okay. okay. I would say bold lipstick in general, female gaze, but the picture I'm talking about is definitely male gaze. Okay. That's fair. Um, I mean, female gaze would like it too. It's a good picture. I mean, I look good. Your girl is hot. I look <laughs> My ego was bruised, but not enough, clearly. I told Chloe earlier this week that her ego was like a peach. It is the fattest, juiciest thing you've ever seen. It Damn, it looks good. But man, if you drop it, it's going to bruise. My ego's been dropped this week, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's good to be ghosted every now and then. I guess it keeps my uh, keeps me humble, you know? Anyway, my other props that I like to use a lot is a time lap- lapse of me painting a mural. I like that one because when guys like that, that's like the greenest of flags because I'm like, oh, cool. They like the artsy picture of me and not like the thirst trappy picture of me. So yeah, like that one. How about yours? Okay. I'm so interested that you said this because despite the fact that Chloe and I live together, we don't actually like look at each other's hinge profiles all that often. But I think one thing that we both have in common in our profiles is neither of us have group photos. I, all of my photos are of myself. Every now and then there's a picture with Liana that I really love from Kat's wedding. I put that on my profile every now and then. And then the picture of the three of us on the boat in Tulum, I put on every now and then. But for the most part, it's just me. Just give me attention, please. <laughs> and then I feel like my photos aren't too like, I, like I have a lot of photos of me traveling different like places, but I would say other than not having group photos, because my whole intention behind that is why make them even work for it. Like why make them guess, etc. I'm going to just put my photos of myself. But I, the one bold thing I do that I don't think I've heard a lot of people do, but I, it's just more of a security thing. And I actually don't think I look that bad without it is I do have a photo of me with absolutely no makeup on my hinge profile. And I, it's usually interesting to me to see the men that like that photo in, in a indifference to the rest of them, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like, you can, I feel like you can tell a lot about a guy by what photo or what prompt he likes on your profile. What outfit you're wearing, et cetera. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. 
All right. Interesting. I just like to see the little differences there. Now, I also want to talk about prompts, but I want to know good prompts you've seen, but also good prompts that you use. And this is where I feel like you definitely need to talk about your viral video because you have people all over the world using this prompt right now. And it's so good. Yeah. Okay. I fucking love this one. And I'm kind of sad that like now a bunch of people use it, but I'm like, whatever, you know, gotta, gotta share it with the world. Okay. So the prompt that you can respond to, this could be us. I have the picture of adoration by Steven Sending. Let me make sure that I'm saying his name correctly before I move on with that. Okay. I was right. Okay. Anyway, that statue, if you don't know what it is, it's a woman basically sitting on a pedestal and a man on his knees, like kissing her knees, basically like worshiping her. Right. So it's kind of a joke prompt, but I also like it because the guys that like it and like go along with it, I'm like, you can tell that they're confident. Like I've never had a confident man be upset about that prompt. And anytime that a man messages me or like responds to it and says something like snarky or like, oh, why, why do you want to be worshipped or whatever? Like I'm always like, you are insecure. Um, maybe I'm just assigning that to them because I don't like them not liking it. But like, I've, I don't know. I just feel like insecure men aren't upset by a woman being like, I want to be treated really good. I also feel like it's just kind of one of those things where if you're not getting the response that you wanted out of it, it, they're just not the person for you. Exactly. So that's an easy no, but I love that prompt. Yeah. And it's when I get a response that has anything to do with art, I'm like, that is the greenest of that. I love when I get responses that someone saying something about art not even the statue itself but just like oh my gosh I would love to take a pottery class sometime or like literally anything I love that I like when people actually pay attention to your profile and point point out little things like that where it's just enough attention to detail that they could make a cool date out of it yeah and I want to say so the statue if you haven't seen it both of the people are naked in it and the way that it's positioned with the man on his knees he's his face is near her knees but it could be construed as a foot fetish thing and especially because they're naked I get a lot of like sex comments about it or like very lame jokes like I get the same one five times a week that's like oh this is a foot fetish thing and like that like even if it's a joke I'm like that's just not a good intro I almost never if I get a response and a guy says anything that's like sexual or foot fetishy about that statue or the prompt in general unless they're super hot I always swipe left or click x All right. Now, have you seen any responses or prompts that when you've been scrolling through the apps that you would be like, I'd steal that? Okay. Well, there's one that I love to respond to. And there must have been a TikTok that went viral that all the men are stealing because for a while I saw a lot of like, email your dating resume to this email. And then they put their email in it. So I like to respond to that one and say, so I didn't respond or so I didn't send you my resume, but I signed you up for a bunch of spam mail. You're welcome. And men love it. That's funny. Yeah, they think it's hilarious. So just a little tip for you guys. (laughs) How about you? Spam men 2023. Spam. I don't actually sign them up for spam, but like, it's funny. On the contrary, I'm signing everybody up with that prompt to get mailed glitter. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to be completely honest. I keep racking my brain trying to think of clever prompts that I've seen, but I feel like most of the messages that I remember on Hinge are people that are saying the most out-of-pocket shit that I'm like, why would you ever say this to somebody? Or I'm like, really? This is what you came up with? Yeah. And you know, sometimes I go through phases because like every now and then I take the dating app seriously and I'm like, oh, I really do want to like meet someone and go on a date or whatever. But for the most part, I'm just like, this is funny. And I was just talking to Taylor about this the other day. I was like, it's kind of bad because 
I don't really care if men think I'm weird or like don't like me. So I'll just say the most out of pocket shit. But then if they don't like it, then it does actually hurt my feelings. So there's that God complex right there with that ego. (laughs) He's only bruised. (laughs) Uh, Okay. I have a question for you. How do you feel about the poll feature on Hinge? Like I want it to, I like it, but I want it to be executed better. Okay, I so I liked that one initially because I did like our first date should be and I gave like three options. One was like art museum, skydiving and literally anything besides Broadway, I think it was. And I was like, I was hoping that somebody would like suggest something besides Broadway, you know, but like I feel like it hasn't really gone anywhere with that prompt. I haven't gotten any good responses to that. Like, oh, we should do this. I just feel like I don't know if I am stupid and I'm not using the app correctly, but it's just so not easy to like tap or respond to the poll. I'm not going to lie. I hardly ever send likes. So I don't know if I've even responded to a poll. (laughs) She doesn't send likes, but she will send roses, roses, roses. (laughs) Yeah, I think I already told that story, but I accidentally paid for roses. You did, but it's never not funny. (laughs) Yeah, that one was humbling too. Oh my god. Really keeping me humble. (laughs) Dating apps keeping everybody humble because, dude, I just, they're traumatizing experiences. Some of my most traumatizing experiences in life have been thank you, thanks to Hinge. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's been a brutal week. (laughs) Brutal two weeks. We are hoping for better things in February. My expectations aren't high. There's arguably the worst holiday coming up. My birthday does happen to fall on the same day, unfortunately, but we're going to slide on past that. <laughs> Not you just slandering your own birthday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, let's, let's move on. I was going to say you could be spending it in a hotel near your hometown, but that's what I did last birthday. Oh, we know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow, um, this is really just like me venting. I should go to therapy. This is the therapy. This is my therapy. Thanks for listening, you guys. You guys. I'm not getting paid enough. <laughs> All right. uh, Moving on from the prompts, I want to talk about dating app messaging. Okay. Okay. I got mine like right off the bat. If it's anything sexual right off the bat, I'm like literally what the fuck. Okay. I, this is my, I can't, (laughs) I already hate myself for saying this, but the people that just message you, Hey. Yeah. And then, okay. Most of the time, if someone messages me, Hey, I'm like, I'm not responding. Every now and then I'll be like, they are fucking fine as hell. I am sending Hey back. They never respond. It's just so low effort. I'm like, what, why are you even taking the effort to message me, hey, in the first place, if you're not going to respond? Have you ever had a person respond to one of your prompts and or photos and just type, hey? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Other messaging icks. I don't like, I mean, this is kind of like further in the conversation, but if we're like, oh, yeah, we should like meet up, go on a date or whatever. And if it's like, okay, what do you want to do? I hate that. I hate when they ask me for my Snapchat immediately. Yeah, or like your phone number right off the bat. Just hey, what's your what's your information? Oh my god! And those are the people that will spam the living shit out of your phone. Yeah, Snapchat with dating guys. We already went over this. It's, don't do it. I okay. I don't know how to describe this, but it's just kind of like an energy I feel when right off the bat messaging just because you've matched, they already feel entitled to your time, and when you're not responding within their time frame or like fast enough for them they're irritated with you and I'm like you're not entitled to my conversation you know what that might be part of my problem because I do take six to 72 hours to respond to all my messages 
<laughs> that might be my issue here. You know what? Maybe if the conversation was more engaging, I'd want to respond. That's the thing, too. It has to be engaging. I do think, too, like rationally, I know not if every city dating apps are different, but I, I would say if you're in a big city where it's like it's safe to assume everyone on dating apps is also talking to 30 other people at the same time, like I feel like with dating apps, you got to be like, okay, like quick banter real quick. Like, okay, cool. We have a little connection. Okay. Let's go on a date. Like, I feel like it needs to be really quick or else it just fades. This is true. And I don't want to spend an exorbitant amount of my time being your pen pal. Like I'm not just here to, if we're meeting up, we're meeting up. If we're not, let's move on. But I'm not here to just talk and shoot the shit with you all day on a dating app. Yeah. That's probably about it for my ex. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd say I'd say so too. Okay. So, you know, actually on the note of like moving it as fast as possible, like from a messaging app to like at least making plans. Like I feel like the plans thing is key for me to give you my phone number and or anything off of a dating app because if it's not going to progress past that, past that why, why are we talking? Exactly. You know what I really like too? Like if a guy will respond to a prompt or something, you'd be like, hey, do you want to get dinner this Thursday or whatever? And then I say, sure, whatever. And then we talk a little bit after that. But even in just starting the conversation, like, oh, we're going to go on a date. Like, obviously they're hot if I'm agreeing to that right off the bat. But like, you have time after to determine if you still want to go on the date, especially if it's like three days away. There is plenty of time for you to decide you don't want to go if they turn out to be weird or something. This is true. All right, Chloe. So say... The date has gone well. Everything is panning out in accordance to your plan, which we all know never happens. But, you know, (laughs) what is your ideal friends with benefits scenario? Picture it. (laughs) Just painting the picture. Painting the picture. Okay. I would like – this is a hard one because I feel like I, like, change it every time. But I want – some communication like I don't want to talk to them every single day and I think that an ideal or a sustainable friends with benefit situation you need to be really mindful at least me in my scenario I need to be very mindful of like I cannot talk to you too much I cannot hang out with you too much obviously I'm gonna get feelings because I'm a fucking simp so I just like know that about myself so if I don't want to get feelings here's what I need to do so ideally I would like to hear from them two to four times a week just like, oh, checking yeah, in. saw this meme, thought of you, or like heart my Instagram story, or just like something like, hey, we're mutually not ghosting each other. Um, and that's the thing too. It is okay to end things. I feel like ghosting is just embarrassing. It's embarrassing to get ghosted. Like it would hurt so much less to just be like, hey, not into this. Okay, bye. Period. But like it's because there's the little window where it's like, am I being ghosted or am I being crazy right now? No, I'm being ghosted. I'm being ghosted, guys, for sure. Um, But like it's just not a fun situation to be in, you know? Yeah. Anyway, I would not ghost somebody. Um, Is your friends with benefits taking you out to dinner? This is the this is really where I want to dive into this because this is where we start differing opinions. And this is where I think Nick starts differing opinions. too. So this is important to me. Friends with benefits means friends. So, yeah, we're going out to dinner. The guy doesn't need to pay every time like we can take turns. But, yeah, we're spending time with each other. That's not just in bed. Like I have no interest in just being someone's like tool to masturbate into and then go home there is a difference between friends with benefits and fuck buddies a hundred percent like i'm not interested in fuck buddy at all yeah a hundred percent okay i think okay what else i think that's it pretty much like hang out maybe 
maximum twice a week. How do you feel about the late night texting then? Okay, here's a thing that I've realized, and this is my bad. If I let a man one time booty call me late at night, that's all he's ever going to do from that point forward. Dates are over with. So moving forward, no more booty calls. This booty is going to bed. (laughs) My own bed. Alone. (laughs) That was good. That was funny as fuck. (laughs) All right. Okay. Because... I think where you and I start differing on the whole one, well, this is also me having to learn my own lessons the hard fucking way because of who I am as a person. But in order for me to not fall with a friends with benefits, I definitely can't spend too much time with them as we both have learned. Otherwise, I fall for lanes. Um, I go back and forth on this one. Sometimes I think the most ideal like friends with benefits is with a man who is younger than me because in my head, this is just the way it is. Younger men in my experience just aren't as emotionally mature it like for whatever reason I'm always able to find some type of what do I want to call this um like a deal-breaking quality and it's not necessarily anything that is like so bad that like they're terrible people or anything it was just it would be a big reason why I wouldn't see it working out long term so it's easy to kind of keep that picture in mind um and a lot of times the emotional maturity thing is is that thing for me. But also it, on that note too, I'm starting to realize you just simply cannot like your friends with benefits too much. Like you you cannot enjoy having sex with them too much. You can't like their dick too much. You can't be dickmatized. Yeah, I feel like I've never been dickmatized. So, which is interesting because I feel like everyone like I've haven't really had like bad experiences. They've all been really good. I choose my dicks wisely. <laughs> Mom, I hope you're not listening to this. Chloe is getting smacked in the face across the face. Shut up! <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. That was... This is not an episode for family. Payback for all of the times you have blown yeah. shit out on my no, <laughs> On my behalf. I am so sorry for our loud laughing in this episode, guys. Your eardrums are probably bursting. <sighs> okay. Getting back to my list, though. Um... I definitely think there has to be mutual respect. I I don't know if I necessarily need a friends with benefits to take me out to dinner and like out on fancy dates, but it is nice to spend the time with them so you don't feel like just a body. So that's conflicting, but then that falls into the am I spending too much time with them category. Well, okay. So that's my thing too. Like it doesn't need to be like this fancy elaborate date. Like it can be like a casual. I mean, it could be a group thing too. Like, oh, hey, me and my friends are going to this thing. You want to come? Or do you want to go for a fucking walk in the park or do you want to come over and make dinner or something? Just, I don't want, Hey, I'm leaving the bar right now. Do you want to come over? No, I don't. Yeah. But okay. Then that divulges into is meeting their friends, spending too much time with them. I think that depends on the person. For me, I feel like my Capricorn Venus makes it easy for me to look at it. Like this is what it is. We are, we're, we, we've agreed this isn't going anywhere. We're not getting feelings for each other. So for me, I'm like, personally, I think it's easy. I don't care if I meet their friends. If like, that's our agreement and that's what like is in my mind, I'm not getting feelings. I understand that not everyone works that way and it's harder for other people. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. How about you? Me? Well, if I'm being completely honest, I don't know that I can do friends with benefits. I think I'm terrible at it. (laughs) You know what my ideal... Okay, here's my problem, actually. If you guys have ever seen the show Broad City, Alana and Lincoln is my ideal... 
friends with benefit benefit situation. Lincoln is miserable. I know, and that's why it doesn't work because realistically, you, you, you no wanna, man is happily gonna do that. <laughs> you want to know what the problem is here? You're Alana, and I'm Lincoln. Lincoln's the simp. <laughs> yeah, which like I'll simp for people. Pro- no, I won't. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you guys could. Seen the facial expression Chloe just made to herself as she let the words leave her mouth. It's not that, like, I just, I don't even know what I want to say. Like, I, I get, I feel like I've really liked, it's not that I, like, don't really like people or, like, am anti-relationship or anything like that. It's just, like, if, if we agree, because this is something I established date one, like, here's what I'm looking for. What are you looking for? Every single time I go on a first date, the questions I ask, please list your red flags every single time they do. And they're really honest about it. And that's interesting. Um, and what are you looking for? And again, they're really honest about it. And like, I'm really honest about it. So like, if we're going past a date one, we already have established what we are looking for. Have you ever had a man tell you that he doesn't have any red flags on a date? No. See, I, <laughs> yeah, I know you're the one that says you don't have any red flags. <laughs> I say my red flag is I don't believe I have any, <laughs> which is a joke. I have red flags. Um, but no, no man has ever told me that. Okay. Because I get uh, – uh, that's actually one of my dating app prompts, which now I'm thinking about it is a pretty good one. But It's a really good one. It is. I ask people what their most toxic trait is because I think it is a really good self-awareness question because everybody has one. You, everybody has multiple. And you either have self-awareness around what they are or you firmly believe that you don't have any. And it's just, for me, 100% self-awareness. Yeah. Another thing, too, with friends with benefits, like – Again, I'll be like, oh, what are your red flags? If they've cheated before, so many fucking men have cheated before. It's shocking. Okay. That could be an entire podcast episode in and of itself is, yes, cheating is a red flag, but at what point in their dating experience have they made a mistake, learned and grown from it, and are trying to move on? I think about that a lot because I've never actually encountered this dating scenario. When they were under the age of 20. That's, I feel like that's true. There is a, an adolescent cutoff line where you're just an idiot. Yeah. I don't know. For me, I'm like, mm. we've talked about this. The relationships we were in, like it could have easily had any excuse to like cheat and neither one of Taylor or I, when we were ready to leave our relationships would have like ever even thought of doing that or even like toyed with the idea of cheating on our exes. So like, even if it, for me, I like it is so the cheater's issue, yeah. you know? Um, so, yeah, I don't know. If if they were really young and stupid and, like, have really grown a lot from it, if it's, like, I cheated within the past three years, like, okay, fine, bye. But, but like, if it's a friends with benefits situation, then it's, like, okay, well, that's going to make it all the more easier to not get feelings for you, mm-hmm. you know? So it could be tricky, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Friends with benefits is an awful scenario for me. I'm just learning that I'm either celibate or I'm in a relationship. I feel like it's tricky. And you know what I've realized too? Just like with the culture behind like a friends with benefits, it's almost like have sex with them and then be mean to them. Like that seems to be like the trend is like be just straight up disrespectful to the person you're sleeping with unless you're sleeping together. Like do you, like there was a trend on TikTok, like text between me and my situationship. And it's all just like being a fucking dick to each other. I've seen some some of those, it seems like jokey, flirty banter and other. Like that's flirty. Others, I was like, girl, what? Like you're taught, you're putting up with this. And that's why 
ladies, come on, we can't let men get away with talking like that because then they think they can get away with it and it's exhausting to have to explain to men like, no, you can't act like that. Listen, if I would slap my brother upside the head for saying it to me, I'd slap a man for saying it upside the head to me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get that trend, but that seems, I've just realized like the more that I'm trying to casually date, that just seems to be almost like the default of it. And it's like, why can't we, one of my prompts on Hinge is I'm looking for a mutually respectful, casual relationship and or new friendship. And like, I feel like I need to emphasize like mutually respectful, like just because we are not in a relationship, we can still be nice to each other and respect each other and not just go like go out of our way to be dicks to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Because I also just feel like men stop trying to like all of the initial effort is like right when they're trying to initially get what they want. That is a problem. Taylor and I talk about this a lot too. Just it's like the chase. And then once a man feels like they got you, they're like, okay, I'm, I'm good. Like, I feel like that's so many times that happens. The three month rule, the two, three month rule really does exist. Like wholeheartedly men usually power through that first month, maybe month and a half doing really well. And then it just drops off. And this is where we started talking to our neighbor, Nick about it. We were like, what about this drop off? And like, from his perspective, he was like, well, why is a guy going to be in an unofficial relationship and take you out on all these dates and spend all this money? And to Chloe's point too, girls like us, and I know a lot of women who would are in this case scenario too, would be willing to split those dates. Like, I don't need you, especially after we've established the the ground rules, the yeah. parameters, et cetera, and we've developed a friendship. Yeah, I'll get this round. Yeah, I'll get this meal, whatever. I don't need you to take me to a five-star restaurant. It's not the first date, but like, I also don't need to be invited over at 11 o'clock at yeah, night. It's it's not about the money. It's just the spending quality time together that is intention. Yeah. Like, because if, if a guy's just inviting me over late at night, that is just telling me that they see me as nothing more than an object. And I don't know about you, but there is nothing that makes me feel less sexy than feeling like an object. Like why, why would I want to go over there? Ooh, on the object note, because we were literally just talking about this. Let's talk sleepovers because I know your opinion on this has changed. You used to be an anti-sleepover person and now you're like, eh, I've kind of changed my mind on that. And I'm starting to lean on the, I'm not sure I should be having sleepovers with people I'm casually sleeping with. Okay. So my opinion, yeah, definitely has changed on this. I feel like personally, I like sleepovers, I think. And again, this is quality time. Like, I don't know. There's only been a couple instances where it's been like, okay, come over and then like leave right after. And every time I'm like, wow, I feel empty. When that happens, I'm like, yeah, this just doesn't, I feel icky after I feel like an object. I feel like, okay, they came over, got what they wanted and left. And I don't know. I I like sleepovers, even if it's not like, it doesn't necessarily need to be a sleepover. Cause like if we hang out earlier in the day, we don't need to spend 15 hours together. And like sleepovers too, for me, I'm like, I like to spend the night and then leave in the morning. Like when we wake up, I don't want to spend the rest of the day together or like get brunch together. That'd be nice every now and then. But yeah, I feel like there has to be a balance of like spending enough time together, but not too much time together. And it's not even, okay, it's not the amount of time together. It's that it has to be quality time together. Chloe wants quality time in her casual relationships and men don't want that. (laughs) Is your primary love language quality time? I don't think so. I think it's words of affirmation. You are a words of affirmation ass bitch. I am. I am an ass bitch for sure. (laughs) Okay, but then here's the last thing we can talk about in terms of friends with benefits and just like laying these ground rules. Are you supposed to have more than one friends with benefits at a time? Because here's my problem. 
I am attached to one person at a time, no matter how hard I try. Like I can't pour that amount of effort into multiple people that like at the same time, even two people at a time is exhausting for me. And then it's hard not to get attached to that one person, even when you're trying to follow all your own damn rules. It's kind of funny being your roommate and watching you. Shut up. (laughs) It's the worst. I'm just not doing it anymore. I quit. Are you now? Taylor's about to go on a trip. Anyway. Uh, We don't need to talk about my... I don't need, I'm short circuiting you guys. Her long term situationship. Yeah. Um, We're going to see Paris, man. We're going to see Paris, man. And by we, she means her. Yeah. (laughs) She is going to see Paris. Updates to come. Um, Okay. Sorry. What was the question again? Oh, okay. So before I answer this, I want to ask answer a question that you didn't ask me, which is if you're casually seeing someone, no matter what they tell you, they can tell you they're not seeing anyone else, always assume they are. Oh, 100%. Not only are you not going to get your feelings hurt, but you're also going to protect your health, okay? I don't care if they say they're not sleeping with other people. Put a fucking condom on. I don't care what it feels like. Shut up. You're a baby. Anyway, moving on. I love Chloe for that. <laughs> Like, I mean, how many times have we heard a situationship, someone says they're not sleeping with other people at every single time they are? Like, that's not surprising. Let's be honest. And unless you're in a relationship, I just feel like it's safe to assume they're sleeping with other people. And you don't need to have a conversation about it. Just assume. Anyway, how do I... I think it's best to be talking to multiple people at the same time. Because I think that when you're only talking to one person it's easy to ignore red flags or make excuses for behaviors that okay, you wouldn't but otherwise the, the question with. isn't talking to multiple people at one time it is friends with benefits sleeping that level See, i don't think i've ever been sleeping with two people at the same time because it's hard yeah it is um we're not qualified to be giving information anymore yeah guys i'm a fucking incel right now <laughs> uh- <laughs> um yeah I think that using protection obviously but I think yeah if you're gonna be casually dating people in any sense I think that it's best to have multiple people at the same time all right I can't do that but like I respect you for trying thank you I'm trying I'm just in selling so (laughs) all right you guys we're rambling at this point so I think this is a great point to cut this episode off and tell us to shut the hell up at this point this is where I'm like digital footprint okay any future love interest or like their family or friends are gonna will find this funny if they're the right person and be like this girl really she's embarrassing and to that I say you're right I am good day (laughs) you know I cannot wait for us to be embarrassed by these episodes in like a year because we're going to be like, oh God, we were so cringe. But like our first episodes, how we feel about them now is how we're going to feel about these episodes in like a year. I just genuinely find joy in being embarrassing. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, it, it's I live my life as if my digital p- footprint isn't going to haunt me and my ancestors for at least thousands of years. <laughs> I hope leaving her mark. <laughs> I hope they all find my Carol Baskin Savage remix in the year like three thousand. Yeah, that's going in a museum actually. My dance specifically <laughs> in the Cheetah Print onesie. Yes, exactly. Okay, bye. <laughs>
All right, CEOs, that is it for today's episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it. And as always, you can find all of our episode and guest information in the show notes, as well as on our website, www.coishpodcast.com, spelled like our name without the dash. Thank you all so much for supporting our show. And for more CEO-ish, be sure to give us a follow over on Instagram at CEO-ish podcast. And be sure to follow us on our personals at Chloe Elizabeth Creative and at Tegram Biz. Be sure you're subscribed to CEO-ish wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you really love the show, be sure to give us a five-star review, whether that be on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. It really does help us out and we read every single one. We love you guys so much and thank you for tuning in to CEO-ish. We'll see you CEOs in the next episode. Bye.